I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Seven Metro Manila City supposedly rank among Southeast Asian towns with the cleanest air. We speak with Greenpeace Philippines to discuss... Talaga? At saka paano nangyari yun? We'll also review the state of Filipino teachers and students because grades for the entire education system are reportedly going down. Malaysian Prime Minister Mahathir Mohamad warns the Philippines about dealing with China. The world's largest telecoms equipment maker is suing the world's most powerful government. Huawei is accusing the United States of unconstitutionally banning their products from the U.S. market. Yan po ang headlines. I'm Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. When the report was released saying 11 Philippine cities, mostly in Metro Manila, are among Southeast Asian towns with the cleanest air, Filipinos were divided into two camps. Those who said, yes, and those who said, nah. Seriously, the 2018 World Air Quality Report was released by international company IQ Air Visual in collaboration with Greenpeace. We talked to Kevin Yu, the climate and energy campaigner for Greenpeace Philippines, to explain the results. Because Kevin, how are we Filipinos supposed to take this report? Cleanest air talaga? A report by uh, Air Visual, which is a global company who actually sells and study and analyze air pollution data globally. So for, for that report, ang ginawa nila, they collected all data that is available uh, online and from government data as well. You can um, post your uh, air pollution levels uh, live. Okay, so they collected the data, came up with the rankings, but really, what happened? So, ang lumabas doon from, from the report as well, na hindi na-highlight ha, dun sa official release ng uh, air pollution was that in Southeast Asia, it turned out na konti yung air quality monitors na Specifically sa Philippines, we have the least monitors uh, amongst all other countries sa uh, the region. So, that means the data is not absolute. That is actually it's just a fraction no, of the actual air pollution that, that we are currently experiencing. What the other studies are saying, na talaga pagdating dito sa uh, Metro Manila and big cities in the Philippines, talaga highly polluted because of the transportation sector. And of course, yung uh, major industries uh, such as uh, in the energy uh, sector that uh, promotes yung so, mataas ang ranking natin. Supposedly, we have the cleaner air. Not because it's clean, but because kulang tayo ng monitoring capabilities. So, that's really the takeaway here. It's not so much that our air is in fact cleaner than what they have in other cities in Southeast Asia. 
what then should we do beyond being skeptical about this report? Uh, we need to uh, learn from the from the studies that have been point out that we need not and a more stringent air quality monitoring facilities. Because of what happened there was per city, uh, it's only a few. In some cities, not only one monitor. And then it turned out that the sa report as if a covered in the city. It's not the best way to really protect the information, uh, if you ask me. So in any case, whether we believe it or not, the more basic and indisputable need is to first monitor better and more reliably. Okay, maraming salamat, Kevin Yu of Greenpeace Philippines. Our teachers are the main uh, source of knowledge of our students. No? So it's important that we have teachers who are performing uh, well and performing even much better than our students. That was Senator Sherwin Gachalian at a Senate committee hearing on the quality of Philippine education just last Wednesday. Unfortunately, the statistics point to an abysmal performance for both our students and our teachers. Here is Senator Gachalian citing numbers from the Department of Education. Uh, this is our national achievement test for the last 10 years. And uh, if you look at the grade 6 and the grade 10, uh, it deteriorated in the last uh, uh, two school years. No? Uh, before, grade 6 was averaging at least a month above 50%. And then our grade 10, uh, ito high school to, nakita ko rin to nung mayor po ako sa Valenzuela. It's barely uh, passing 50%. But in the last two school years, bumaba siya below 50% for both grade 6 and grade 10. No? If you look at all the different subjects, no math, English, science, puro low proficient tayo. Eh. This is for grade 6 and for grade 10. Uh, low proficient tayo except for English in the problem-solving problem uh, aspect. Senator Gachalian also referred to a World Bank study in 2016 which looked at the performance of grade 6 and grade 10 teachers in English, Math, Filipino, and Science. Ang scores ng teachers natin in grade 6 except for English are all below 50%. No? The same with grade 10 are all below 50%. Another indicator of student and teacher quality, the passing rates for the licensure examination for teachers, or LET. Pababa ng pababa ang passing grade ng LET uh, ng uh, elementary teachers, no? from 33% ngayon, 27%. Of course, kung ang ating mga students are not performing well, pagpasok na ng college, of course, mahirapan sila pumasa ng LET examination. <laughs> Prior to concluding his two-day state visit to the Philippines, Prime Minister Mahathir Mohamad of Malaysia said he warned President Duterte of further deepening our ties with China. Mahathir was speaking from Malaysia's experience. He said he canceled many infrastructure deals with China that his predecessor, Najib Razak, contracted because these were supposedly unfair to his country's interests. Mahathir also warned against letting too many foreigners into the country because the influx could upset the economy. Mahathir instead hopes for closer economic cooperation between Malaysia and the Philippines and with peers in the ASEAN region. We want to be friends with all countries. Certainly we want to be close friends with our near neighbors. The ASEAN grouping holds a lot of promise for this region, for this region 
region rich uh, area is has great potential for development if we work closely together i'm quite sure we can grow very faster than we are doing at the present for many months now Huawei has been the subject of much scrutiny by the U.S. government. The United States is accusing the Chinese telecommunications giant of conspiring with the Chinese government to spy on Americans. Sometime last year, U.S. President Donald Trump signed a law that banned government agencies from Huawei and ZTE products. Trump said Chinese companies are putting back doors on equipment they sell Backdoors that could be used to look for vulnerabilities in the U.S. telecom system. Huawei's rotating chairman, Guo Ping, denied this in a press conference last Thursday. For three decades, we have maintained a solid check record in cybersecurity. Huawei has not and will never implant backdoors. We will never allow others to install any in our equipment. The U.S. government has long branded Huawei a threat. It has hacked our servers and stolen our emails and source code. Despite this, the U.S. government has never provided any evidence supporting the accusation that Huawei poses a cybersecurity threat. Now, this has implications for countries other than the United States. It has implications even for countries like the Philippines. Trump and the United States are urging other nations not to buy Huawei products. Countries like Australia and Japan have heeded this call. Canada, too. Canada, in fact, had Huawei's chief financial officer, Meng Wanzhou, arrested because the company allegedly violated U.S. sanctions against Iran. But Huawei has had enough. It is now suing the U.S. government for unfair treatment of Huawei and ZTE. Here is Huawei rotating chairman Guo Ping again explaining their case. Regrettably, the NDAA was enacted to restrict Huawei without giving us an opportunity to defend ourselves. It is the abuse of the U.S. lawmaking process. Congress acted unconstitutionally as judge, jury, and executioner. Huawei are compelled to take these legal actions as a proper and last resort. We look forward to the court's verdict and the trust that it will be benefit both Huawei and the American people. Before we let you go, here's something you need to know. Tomorrow is your last chance to catch the Manila Coffee Festival at the World Trade Center in Pasay City. Enjoy a dose of coffee, food, art, music, tourism, and entertainment for just 100 pesos a ticket. For more information, head to facebook.com slash manilacoffeefestival. And that's today's edition of Puma Podcast. For the latest episode, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Maraming salamat po.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.